Hey all, Matt Fabian here with Fabian Wealth Management. Quick disclosure before we get into the show is that nothing in this show discussed is specific financial advice. Everything is non-specific, non-tailored, and if you have any questions with regard to the content of this show, please contact your own financial advisor. Thanks. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Husband and Wife Talk. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And we have some actually like old friends on. Yeah. I think the last time I saw them was definitely at their wedding. Probably. I think that's the last time I we mean, saw I've, them. I mean, yeah, I've seen Jenna, yeah. but. But today we have Jenna and Matt Fabian. Fabian. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. Say it again. Fabian. 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 God, I'm so sorry, you guys. I, this is like part for the course for me to just butcher names. Um, Jenna and Matt. Um, Matt is the founder of... Say it for me. I want to do it wrong. Oh, my gosh. Fabian. Matt Fab- Fabian. CFP. <laughs> the founder of Fabian Wealth Management, a certified financial planner and a wealth manager specializing in helping the next generation of wealth generators, primarily young tech professionals and small business entrepreneurs, bridge the gap to the financial futures they envision for themselves. And he has a podcast, a blog, an email, newsletter, and so much more, which is the wealth effect. Am I saying that all? Did I get it all? (laughs) Snaps for Matt. And Jenna is also here who we know from, or I know from dance and is a elementary PE teacher and just finished, well, not just, but finished her master's in hit last me. year. Yeah. In St. Mary's. What, uh-huh, oh, in uh, the art of teaching. Yes. Ooh. The art of teaching. <laughs> it is it's absolutely an art. <laughs> it is absolutely an art. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, welcome, you welcome, two. Welcome, y'all. Thank you Th- for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us on. This is this is awesome. Yeah, we're so excited. It's really just an excuse to hang out and see how y'all yeah, are doing really and do is. a little check. Green. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Oh. I really love the uh, the plants you have going on in the background. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yes. beautiful jungle background. I'd like to be there. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. We've I've that learned that so there's nice. only like two types of people in New York, and it's or I mean, I guess in general, you can either keep a plant alive or you can't. She's Dr. Mm-hmm. Green Thumb. I didn't used mm-hmm. to though. Nice. My yeah. friend like years ago was like, get an aloe vera plant. You can't kill it. And I killed did. it immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, the first plant I ha- ever attempted to have was uh, actually, yeah, Sam, uh, the, the succulent. succulent that Jenna uh, <laughs> gifted to me. Uh, when I moved to New York. Before she moved to New York. And that thing lasted all of about like a week. The wind yeah. knocked it over and killed it. <laughs> then you didn't even try to save Sam. You just threw him away. Yeah. I'm still mad. Yeah. I, it wasn't my <laughs> Our love burn. Our you love let her love burn die. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't my finest hour. That's for sure. Uh, well, it's the thought uh, that counts. Yeah. You tried for a week and there you I, go. I've gotten much better. Though nice. still not, still not great, but better. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's dive right into Wednesday wisdom because we've got a lot to talk about. Yes. Who wants to start us off? He's got some wisdom. Ooh. I will start. Alex will go first. Go. I will start. Um, so I was listening to a um, 
Jenna, I know Jenna likes the Calm app. Um, I was listening to a meditation and it was talking about oftentimes we're always waiting and like wanting to do the next thing instead of just being present and happy in the moment. Like you're at home, <laughs> cat goes flying over. Um, you're at home and your mind, you're at home, but your mind is thinking about work. And then you're at work and your mind is thinking about like, where, when am I going to get off work and go home? Um, and so I guess my Wednesday wisdom is to just have this sense of not focusing on the next thing and just staying present. But I, the way they described it as, you know, you're home, you're thinking about work, you're at work, you're thinking about getting home. I can find myself in that position um, a lot. So I guess just like a fancy way of saying stay in the present. <laughs> well, it's hard. That's like a hard thing to it do. It is hard. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's late at night and I'm teaching and I'm like, oh my God, all I want to do is be home right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my, I'll go next. Uh, I'm reading a book called The Fourth Turning that's like blowing my mind oh. wide open. Have you, are you, have you read that I'm, book? Yeah, I'm jumping to interrupt you. I, yeah, I've got it on the bookshelf over there. I yeah. Have you finished book. it? You read, you read yeah. it. Yeah, I read it like like six months ago or so dude during the pandemic like blew my mind especially the fact that it was written in 97 i was like whoa i know it's like whoa this guy's like nostradamus or something dude he like called it (laughs) yeah i mean i mean anyone who doesn't know can you uh so yeah i don't have it in front of me but basically it's like the idea of um that uh history has always repeated itself in very very specific ways um uh it's kind of also in line with Jordan Peterson's book uh, about, I think it's, I don't remember the name of it. It's like Order and Chaos, the lobster mm. book, where it's just like, you can't have peace and, and calm and, um, you know, everything be kosher without violence and disparity and, and awful things happening. Life is a cycle. Everything is, you know, feeding off of everything else. But it also talks about your light, like different lifespans and, and in 20 year segments uh, and generational um saculums uh and how each of those you know 20 year to 20 year lifespans kind of defines a generation and they give historical examples going all the way back i'm only like a couple of i'm like 30 pages into it but um yeah it's basically <laughs> predicts i'm doing a very terrible job matt please jump in if you can not you it's not it's, you i read something he's gonna read earlier and i just started crying oh, <laughs> ignore me i'm paying oh. the price for having my uh pre-notes on the screen of course jenna gets distracted gets distracted and Sorry about reading that. in advance <laughs> i just said don't trust i saw don't trust a fart and that just did it for me don't trust a fart oh, yeah can't wait anyway yeah the book the book basically postulates he's like uh, the guy says in 1997 that something in the 2020s is going to happen that's going to drastically shape the world in a brand new way that has never been shaped before and hence we have trump in the pandemic which has just yep. shifted everything all the way around so i think something worse is coming actually i think it's going to get worse like a lot worse but i'm kind of like don't be a negative i'm like kind of negative i think it's going to get i think we're primed for something really bad to happen but the book like book? blew my mind wide open uh i was blown away at like yeah i was like blown away how good it was anyways that is my wednesday wisdom uh what about you jenna well i am a teacher and i am just starting the first week of summer break 
So I would say my, yeah, it's been a year. It's what I call the year from hell, which I know is like, so not something you should say about teaching elementary children, but it's been a year. (laughs) So for me, my Wednesday wisdom is like setting yourself up for success first thing in the morning. Mm, So I'm really trying to like do a routine for myself for the rest of the summer to set myself up for success. And the main thing that I am not doing that I feel like most people do is look at their phone first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I, we have an upstairs, downstairs townhome. So I leave my phone on the nightstand and I do not look at it. I go downstairs. I do my, my three minute journal. That's like a gratitude journal. We have a daily stoic that we read oh, every cool. day together, which I feel yeah. like would be a good morning wisdom. If you want to talk about that. Yeah. By, um, by Ryan holiday. Yeah. And so I don't look at my phone. I come downstairs. I try to chug water before I have any (laughs) coffee. I'm really trying to be good at that. And then I do my journaling. We do our little daily stoic. And then we take our rescue dog, Penny, on a walk (laughs) together in the morning. So I'm like off social media. I'm like setting intentions. (laughs) That's awesome. You. (laughs) (laughs) Not sleeping in. Emphasizing the together part. (laughs) this morning (laughs) fuck off come on Uh, so just like in the mornings be intentional don't look at your phone first thing because it's you just get sucked yeah 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 that's one of the benefits of teaching and um working so early is i set my alarm so late so that I know exactly how much time I have to get out the door. And it's so minuscule that I don't even have time to look at my phone. I'm like, okay, I'm waking up. I'm making <laughs> mm-hmm. a little like latte to go. And then I'm out the door. Like, I don't even have time to look at my phone. Um, but then yeah. I'm at work. So I don't really have any time for myself. But yeah, it's, it is nice to not have to start your day with social media and stuff. Did mm-hmm. Ryan Holiday write Obstacle is the Way? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That dude's another one, just wise beyond his years. <laughs> a- absolutely. Yeah. My brother gifted me uh, the obstacle is the way actually like right when I founded Fabian Wealth and it was like awesome for just like inspiring me to like keep pushing through. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. It's a good book if your back's against the wall. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's good. when I read it. I think I read it when like shit had hit the fan with my business and there was like no money and we were in debt and i was like fuck okay here we go like yeah yeah you've been there place up the place up the boots and going into self-employment is scary but i mean that's why so many people quit like security is 100 security is tough but if you can be your own boss and see it through man it's cool i have a lot of respect for people that do that it's tough yeah yeah absolutely it's uh it definitely you know tests your character and and test what you're all about you know what you're made of <laughs> yeah relationships yeah oh yeah relationships dude big time yeah big time yeah. uh what about you matt i mean i could talk about that all day uh any wisdom <laughs> you want to drop on us yeah so real quickly it's uh related to the fourth turning so i just recently also read a book called and related to what you were saying about how potentially there could be some more on the horizon uh the calm uh, sorry, the storm before the calm. Uh, it's by George Friedman, and it's about the America's discord and the coming crisis of the 2020s and the triumph beyond. Ah, so a lot of his work is very similar, like uh, kind of uh, d- demographically speaking, to um, the fourth turning and Neil Howe 
and uh, I forget the other, the co-author of the fourth turning. But uh, so anyway, when you're done with the fourth turning, this book is okay. probably a good one to, to pick up. Um, I'll, I'll still, we'll put thing. some links in there too as well. Yeah, I'll put the yeah. links in the show notes if anyone's listening and wants Definitely. Um, but I'm going to uh, tear up the script here because I had another one, but I, I, yeah, I, I came up with something better because um, it also has like the Wednesday wisdom. Like I love uh, alliterations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's something that I came up with like pretty recently and it's really helped me uh you know with work and everything but it's uh basically what i call just waiting for the want okay and what i mean by that is like if there's if there are things that like you know you need to do like for for business or for like you have an idea or um like you always have wanted to get around to sending out a newsletter and and all that kind of stuff um sometimes you can get so pressured that you like, you just have like this anxiety. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's better to like, take it, take a breath, take a beat for a little while and just put it on the shelf and walk away for a little bit and say, you know what? I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. And like a week later, a month later, or however long it ends up being, the want will come back. And it'll become like an organic thing that you just start doing and you're not forcing yourself to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's right. something that I've been telling myself uh, because like, especially people that have like high drive and like ambitions and stuff. Like, I feel like you just have so many ideas and you're like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. Yeah. But it's not feasible to do everything all at once. So um, yeah, it's really helped me and hopefully it can help the audience as well. I love that. No, that's great. I mean, even just like for me, like sometimes at work, I'll be working on something like late at night and I like can't figure it out. And then, you know, you're just like, I got to get this done tonight. And then like, there was one time where I was just like, fuck it, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm going to go home and sleep on it. And then I woke up the next day and I like solved the problem in like literally like five minutes. And I was (laughs) like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just need some time away. Dummy, like take (laughs) a break. It doesn't have to be like, yeah, I love that. That's great. That's some great advice. Awesome. Great wisdom, y'all. Yes, dropping all the knowledge. Um, well, let's quickly start because I love hearing these stories of how y'all met. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Well, <laughs> um, well so we met in college. Uh, we, we met at San Jose State. Um, I, I was there all four years. Uh, so we met junior year. So it was my, I transferred from a JC. Yeah. Jenna so I was like an old freshman. <laughs> nice. Um, but so, yeah, so I was a junior and I was like, you know, in a fraternity and on the lacrosse team and kind of like, just like, you know, had like my crew and my, my, my thing. And I just gotten out of a relationship and I was like, fully set on like not being in a relationship for like the rest of college i was just like dead set like nope not not gonna happen um and then and then jenna decides and then to enter jenna <laughs> well, yeah. and then i finally get to like real college yeah. in my yeah. mind because i went to a jc for two years to like save money and help family and yeah. stuff and so then i was like once i get to college i'm gonna join a sorority and i'm just gonna have fun and I'm not going to date anyone. I'm not going to be in a serious relationship. I don't want to be tied down. I just want to be free. And I just want to have fun. 
Yeah. Did you did you really <laughs> did you like really believe that or was that what you were like telling yourself? Like, cause you know how yeah. sometimes like dudes will be like dudes will be like I don't want to date anyone. I just like want to have fun. But like deep down, I know dudes are like I just want to be loved and like I just want to have a girlfriend that I can watch Netflix <laughs> with. Like, was it like that or were you like ready? Or were you both like ready to get down and party? Yeah. Ready okay. To ready All to right. get down and party. Sick. Like, nice. yeah. I was actually <laughs> dating a twenty-seven-year-old and I was nineteen. But I didn't want to be dating him. So I was Perfect. like, we're only dating. We're not like in a relationship. We're just like dating. But like, I'm going to go have fun with other people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was weird. So and wait, then... where were you guys when you met? Well, they were at San Jose State. So, I know, but like, oh, yeah, well, so, so Jenna has a very specific memory of like meeting me for the first time. I don't have that like very specific memory of like the first time I ever met jenna but i do know that whenever she was around whenever she was in the room like she was the only person i cared about looking at or anything <laughs> it was like she was in the room and i knew she was in the room and yeah my eye was always you know going to her um so yeah i i wish i could say like oh i was here on this day at you this time I, but um <laughs> No, there's a, there's another moment which which we'll get to, but well, okay. So I transferred to San Jose State. My one of my best friends is in a sorority that she helped start. Cause I was like, I'm not joining a sorority. Like I'm not doing that shit. Like no. And then she started the sorority, so it was only like a year old. And she's like, No, 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 this one's different. I helped start it. It's not different, but it was different <laughs> at the time. Anyway, so she's like, it's the last night before dry rush, which is like right before people that are in a sorority or fraternity like can't hang out with people who might be recruiting there's like a cutoff date where like no Ooh. more partying no more of that it needs to be like as equal as possible so it was the last night before that was like a big no-no where none of the fraternities could have parties it was like boom like recruitment yeah. has officially begun and so i happened to be coming to san jose state because i was on the um san jose state dance team and i had rehearsal and so my friend was like hey my girls are going out you should go out with them get to meet them before recruitment i think you'll have fun it's the last night of partying before recruitment so i'm like sure whatever i don't bring any clothes i borrow a friend's clothes this girl i've never met i borrow her stuff i use her makeup i'm like eh, i don't know what i'm doing and so we show up at du and I'm just like, oh God, like what is happening here? There's just like all these people around. There's people like drinking, partying, beer pong, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just kind of like observing all of it. And I'm like, there's no hot guys here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, this is really disappointing. Like I've been like waiting for this moment and there's just like no one. <laughs> and then in walks in this walks guy. Back. <laughs> with a military crew cut, a tight white shirt, super buff, <laughs> ears pierced, big old diamond studs, oh. vans, and he's just pissed. He's so pissed and he's screaming at everybody and he's ordering everyone around and everyone is terrified of him and everyone is listening to him. And I'm just like watching all of this happen, like totally sober, just like, who is this guy? and everyone's like oh that's matt fabian he's like been in a relationship for years yeah he's like awesome he like runs his fraternity he like tells everybody what to do he's like on the executive board and he's in charge of like making sure the parties like stay like safe so that no one gets in trouble so he's just like screaming at these sober bros and, and everyone's like oh like doing whatever he says and i'm just like that's my guy i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> that guy but i'm also gonna marry that guy 
And all my friends were just like, no, you're not. He's like, in a really, and I was like, no, 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 that, that's my man. <laughs> that's apparently oh apparently this happened and I, I don't remember it. I wasn't. And when I'm you say, when friends. you say pissed, are you like, cause pissed to me is like pissed drunk. Were you drunk or were you like angry? No, no, no. He was angry. Oh, like, okay. He no, was okay. sober. I was the head of all the sober bros and which okay. is like in a fraternity, like every night there's sober bros to make sure like the party goes on safe. Like Smart. no one gets in, in trouble. And like, if someone needs to go home, they go home or get cut off from drinking more. Anyway, I was the, the head the sober head bro. Basically I was the head of like compliance for the entire fraternity making sure wow. so people listen. making sure we didn't break any rules and stuff right 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 and i'm sober just watching this guy walk in with studded earrings just telling studded everyone what to do and everyone is just like oh my god man i'm so sorry like da-da. and i was like this guy is authoritative like damn that's sexy i need to know who this man is <laughs> that's amazing i love, yeah. love it love Super it love cute. it <laughs> um yeah. and then fast forward like six set six years seven years six years six years you six get married years. and then yeah what how long into your relationship did matt did you start your own company or marriage uh, i should say marriage how oh, marriage. Far into oh. marriage uh what three three years two and a half years uh yeah yeah two like two and a half yeah two and a half i don't know something like that well, 2017 we got married yeah, two and a half yeah. years. Yeah. And how was that conversation of, you know, I want to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to do my own thing and start my own business? Um, it went really well, honestly. <laughs> um, Jenna's been my number one fan and like cheerleader from day one. Um, honestly, like pushing me to go this direction even when I As wasn't should be. necessarily uh, that convinced like that this was the direction I, I wanted or should go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was great. Like I'm so, I'm so lucky to have, you know, a wife like, like Jenna, where, you know, the, the last year has not been easy for a lot of reasons. Uh, and it has not been easy on us. Um, and it would be really difficult to be doing what I'm, what I'm doing and what I, you know, what we've been doing if, if, <laughs> if she wasn't on board and yeah. not even just like not on board, but like, she's made it so much easier and being like incredibly supportive and really believes that this is what I need to be doing. So mm. it's like, we've never even had like one conversation where like, not even like a hint of a conversation of like, Hey, <laughs> dude, you got to like figure it out or yeah, yeah. get a know, real job. Like, it, you get a real job or like go like do something else. Yeah. Like not even close to that. So yeah. Um, yeah. Super fortunate. That's awesome. You're just such a leader. Like you just, I mean, from day one, you were like, Clearly. Do, and everyone was listening and like a respectful way that I was like, dang, like you just, yeah, you just have always like been very like I need to do my own thing and the way that I do it is the right way and not just cuz it's your way but like integrity wise just it's just you do things the right way. And when you've been at other companies that don't do things the right way, it just really doesn't sit right with you and then that I see the way that that is so hard for you emotionally yeah. to deal with that. And then when you explain yeah. to me why you should be doing it the way you think it should go, I'm like, yes, 
you should do that. That is, <laughs> that's good. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And like the only way to get out from underneath that is to, to build it yourself, you know? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. I, get it. I, get, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. That's so cool. So was the, was the transition, how did the, what did the transition look like from your other company? <laughs> animal from your other company <laughs> I to think it was no, the AC. I, I think it's just the door popped open yeah oh <clears throat> that was a so, little weird <laughs> so the transition from where you were at a, you were at a firm and then you started your own was it like a slow roll or were you just like see ya and then like i just did my own thing how did you were you building it as you were still working there like how did that work <laughs> no it was it was like hard stop wow, wow. It, it was yeah o-o-o-f yeah no I, <laughs> I i actually i resigned from my previous company um on like april 1st and no it was on april 1st yeah it was not yeah, like april 1st. yeah april 1st of last year <laughs> it was deuces. and it was like you know two weeks later i had start i then started my my business. So wait, you started it during like right before tax season? <laughs> like yeah. Well, yeah, not <laughs> and and like literally in the beginning, very beginning of, of COVID shutdown. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you got some timing. You got, you got <laughs> yeah. some timing. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But did you like anyway. you already started? You, you, I know you didn't like double dip, but I'm assuming there was some seeds, some seeds already planted or things you had prepared or you just were like, I think I want to do this. Let's just dive right in. Damn. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was more that like, it really was the decision was more or like, like the first decision was like, I needed to leave my previous company. Yeah. For personal reasons. Uh, my mental health was suffering. Our relationship was suffering mm, because yeah. I was very unhappy where I was and I won't go further down that path, but yeah, yeah. Um, that was the decision. So the decision was to get out from underneath that. And that was like to, to resign. And then it was like, well, okay, what am I, what am I going to do after that? And I had been interviewing previous to resigning. Um, and all of those companies basically once COVID hit and the economy was crashing and markets were tanking, they put all of their hiring plans on pause. Yeah. Um, and I had been, you know, kicking the tires and thinking about starting up my own business for a few years at that point, because, you know, I was starting to develop my own process and philosophy and approach and like really like a craft of like, how do I do it or how would I do it if I did do it? And I'm not the person that kind of like sits around and lets and waits for like the wind to blow favorably in my direction. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. well, that's good on you. Got people, you can put your hiring plans on pause, but you're going to regret that because you're not going to be able to hire me because I'm now building up my own business. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Mic yeah. drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, awesome. what, you know, you guys can make your business decisions. That's fine. I'll make, I'll make mine. And, yeah. and that's, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. While Man. I'm getting my master's at the same time, while we're stuck in a 700 square foot apartment to get, I mean, while I'm yeah. teaching elementary PE in a set. Yeah. Woo. Dang. Yeah. And how did those Tough first time. few months go? 
Did you help people with, with taxes? Were you able to get clients right away? No, no. So, uh, being a, uh, it's, so the type of business I am legally is called a registered investment advisory firm. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's I a guess, wealth management. More yeah. Than like I guess a, a, C, a CPA. Yeah. This is, it's like right. a all new language to me. So excuse me. Yeah. It's like same field ish, <laughs> but they're, they're different. And from a regulatory standpoint, like I have to get approved by the state of California to, to operate as an investment advisor and collect any kind of fee for my services. Um, so that took almost two months to, to even get that up and running. Uh, it took about three months for me to even get my website up and running. And plus all my other like tech platforms and all that kind of stuff you know, to get really up, up and humming, uh, you know, basically it took until mid August to actually launch the business yeah. and start taking on clients. Yeah. Wow. That's still a pretty tight turnaround, dude. Yeah. Like all things considered. Yeah. You know, that's not a lot of time. It may have felt like it, forever, but it, it felt like forever for sure. <laughs> um, I'm sure. But yeah, it, it really is quick. It, it for sure was quick. Um, I'm lucky there's a lot of like partner firms that I work with. Like Fabian Wealth is a solo man shop, but I have a lot of partner firms that I've coordinated with like to help get my business registered and like all, a lot of other things like that where um, it it's taken a lot of that burden off of me. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like kind of like, okay, I'm able to like leverage these other platforms totally to operate. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, I hope you're proud of yourself because that's a really, really quick turnaround. Yeah. Thank and things you. are, yeah. things are coming along. I'm sure. Booty off. Butt off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I bet. It was crazy. And I've seen you in a tux. You have a nice butt dude. So you don't want to lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Wow, that was a dad joke. <laughs> oh my god, does have a nice booty. So. There you go. Well, yeah, there you I go. Mean, basically, over the last year, you know, I just transitioned to, to running a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Really runs only now, dude. Uh, it's so, but it's like because of COVID. Yeah. Well, now that I'm fully vaccinated, I'm I'm game to get back in the gym. But uh, yeah, I haven't for like a yeah. year, and that's like so not me. <laughs> yeah well i mean running a business will do that too yeah, yeah. running a business will just like yeah dude all my grays are starting to come in i'm like oh yeah that's what like six years of like stressing out about work will do for you but yeah. hey man it happens um i would love to kind of pick your brain on some financial stuff if that's cool yeah shoot Sweet. um mm -hmm. so this whole like GameStop thing i'm sure you've heard that about it ad nauseum <laughs> i've been like into crypto for a while um didn't buy into it early you know like i feel like whenever the time you start investing in those things is the time you can start investing i remember i got in on tesla early and i spent like way more money than i should have and like it's paying off now alex was like you know how much did you put in you know like well at the time we, we were had also no we had money. no money we were we had, saving to move to I new had york and i was absolutely like absolutely right. i had no money uh-huh um, oh, wow, this was before moving to new york this was dude yeah, yeah this was like Dang. so like 2012 tesla, or something some of the mm -hmm. tesla executives had a party at the table at in the san jose at the restaurant that i was yeah. working at because they i think the next uh, day they were going to ipo 
Mm. And so I was like, I like went home and I was like reading up. I was like, oh, this, this actually sounds like a pretty dope company. Like I'd seen the car and then like, but you know, I was like listening to these yeah. people talk and they're like, this is where we think it's going to go. So I'm like, kind of had like insider, like info, just like being a bartender at this restaurant. Um, and I put in early and it's like, it's up, it's up, you know, not like nothing crazy, but for how much we've put in, it's like paid off pretty well, but all of that stuff aside. So like when someone's thinking about investing and wanting to grow their wealth, do you think that there's like a prerequisite prerequisite amount of knowledge that someone should have before they go gambling essentially with their <laughs> money? Um, and if so, what is that? And if not, at what point in your financial investment lifespan should you consider bringing a wealth management expert on? What a question. That's kind That's of a, a two-parter, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a prerequisite amount of knowledge. It like, I think um, it really just depends. Like, so if we're talking about like, oh, oh my God, sorry, pause. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No worries. All good. He's so, he's so crazy. He's so crazy. It's okay. She's also <laughs> crazy. You can't see her right now, but hold on. She's second. a similar level of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> We're buying a house. This is our Yay! all the paperwork we have to sign. So nice. is that from Brendan Moran? Um, she knows our lender. Oh, don't tell Alex's mom. His what? No, she okay. she she's a little annoyed at our um our uh, real, firm. real estate agent. I don't think I she's don't annoyed know anything at... about what he does. So I just know his wife. She was like my role model growing up. Oh, like, cute. She legitly she choreographed my high school senior musical my senior high school musical and i was her dance assistant nice so yeah no Small so world. yeah we're, we're signing we're doing yeah. all the notary stuff tomorrow so you're moving back to california yeah 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 when it's exciting our dogs are gonna have to be friends we don't yeah. know we don't um know. well we have this lease until august so we don't have an exact date but my assumption is I'm going to leave at the end of August and he might leave a little bit later to finish up some stuff here. So slightly yeah. up in the air, yeah. but we'll have the house Jan or June 22nd like in, or something like, like that. So going to close like, a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's already in I Oakland, right? what day it was. Yeah. In Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! So very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll be back. We yeah. That's yeah. what we've been waiting yeah. for. This was supposed to come like this morning. So sorry about that. One, but, of, uh, yeah. one of Jenna's high school best friends just moved to Oakland. She did. Yeah. You've maybe met Steph. She was yeah. my, my brown haired maid of honor. Yeah. Not Savannah. Can... I know, you know, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah you met. Yeah. Yeah. Know her. But she, yeah. she never came to New York, right? No, she never came to visit. No. Oh, she didn't yeah, no, come she to did. visit. Yeah, she did. She didn't yeah. come to visit. Once, yeah. I think that's where I met her. And then yeah, of you course may at have. your wedding, but at our wedding. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Oh, uh, so yeah. So we're, yeah. So pre like 
is is there a prerequisite amount of knowledge that someone like needs to like truly be able to grow their wealth if so like maybe what is that it like you know who like what books should they read and then at what point along your financial journey is it make the most sense to bring on a wealth management firm like yourself yeah yeah i, I mean it, it's a really good question i think you know there's kind of a couple ways of looking at like in investing and 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 investing in stocks and stuff like that i think like with respect to building wealth over time, I, there's a difference between um, like a diversified portfolio of uh, let's just say stocks and like having a very concentrated portfolio of like one stock, like Tesla or GameStop sure, sure. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever. So I just want to make that delineation. I'm going to be talking about like having a diversified portfolio strategy. So if people want to be out there and like, picking stocks in their portfolio for a variety of reasons like that that's fine i think they're going to learn a lot about about the stock market that way both from potentially making money like you with tesla but also potentially like losing a bunch of money um, which i have with tesla and, as well yeah. <laughs> which you have with tesla as well so like yeah. that's like Hey, yeah. like, Hey, uh, 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 you know, here there's uh, a, a real quick lesson in, in risk <laughs> and right, risk right, management. Right. Uh, if you have a hundred percent of your portfolio in a single stock, totally. you know, it can, yeah. it can, it can, it can gyrate a lot in a short period of time. Um, you know, I think there is a kind of a baseline knowledge of like, okay, but let's take a diversified portfolio of of stocks, let's just say this S and P 500, the it's a basket of the largest 500 publicly traded companies in the U S it's what people refer to as quote unquote, the stock market or the Dow Jones right. industrial average. They're basically the same thing. Um, you know, there's oftentimes this like thought that, Oh, the stock market is, is gambling. The stock market is a, is a casino. And I think like, yes, it is for the people that are like trading in their portfolio and picking stocks on their own and kind of thinking that they might have an edge on the market and or like that shorting kind of or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that is very much more speculation and gambling, but when you look at like, okay, diversified portfolio stocks, we look at the S and P 500, you know, all you have to do is start zooming out and looking at what does the S&P 500 do over a, over five-year periods, 10-year periods, 15, 20, 50, 100-year periods? Um, and you'll start to see trends that the stock market over time, given time, it tends to go up and to the right over the long term. Mm. And that's where the baseline knowledge of just understanding that over the short term, you're going to have to bear the potential for losses in terms of volatility in the portfolio, even in a diversified portfolio. But over the long term, if you hold and, and don't sell when the, when, when, you know, the waters get choppy um, and that's always the key. Um, that is really how you build long-term wealth by saving and investing in something like the stock market, it could be other things as well, other assets as well. Mm -hmm. But the stock market has, you know, a huge amount of like published, published and historic data to, to, yeah. to see, uh, at, you know, basically your fingertips. All you have to do is, you know, 
whip out. Yeah, your no, I think I think that's great advice. I've done, you know, like not a ton of research. Uh, I do like just I have like, like a handful of stocks, nothing crazy. And I don't put anything in at the time that I'm not like willing to like lose, you know, like I try mm-hmm. to make it, you know, cause I'm not breaking the bank here, owning my own company. It's like, you know, any extra money I get, it's like savings. And then, Oh, I'm going to play with this. And like, I feel comfortable if yeah. I lost it tomorrow, then that's fine. At what point, at what point is there like a number, like once you get to like, okay, you have $20,000 that you're fucking around with. Maybe you should bring someone on. Is it 50? Like, is it a hundred? Like, is there a yeah, number that I, you would like? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do this. And then I'll, I have a question that goes alongside with that. So. Yeah. So it's also about kind of complexity of what's going on. And it could also be a function of income and not necessarily like saved assets in a portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I work with a lot of clients that are early on in their wealth building phase, but that, you know, so they don't have a lot of necessarily saved up assets in, you know, portfolio you know, accounts or, uh, brokerage accounts, Okay. but you know, they're earning high incomes, um, whether it's a, you know, single person or, or, or a couple or, or whatever, um, they're what you call the industry calls high earners, but not yet not rich yet. They're called Henry's. <laughs> There's a name for them. <laughs> oh, but, uh, not rich yet. Ca- that's, th- awesome. that's what I, that's what I mean by like <laughs> in my intro, uh, that, you know, working with the next generation of wealth generators okay. um, yeah. is the people that are building the wealth. Um, and <laughs> there's kind of a Jenna combination. Just, sorry, Jenna just adjusted her seat and went, <laughs> didn't think I was going to go down that much. My bad. Um, so it's kind of a combination of like complexity of situation, you know, potentially level of assets is a function of complexity, but also there's kind of three inputs to the, to the decision of working with an advisor. It typically is a matter of like uh, time, do people have the time to do it? Um, uh, ability. Do people have the ability to do it? And then um, also the, you know, inclination or the or the willingness to do it. You you typically need to have like at least two of the those three to be kind of self managing it. You know, right? It, 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 if you don't have the time, you know, well, you can make it up for that if you're super eager to do it on your own. But if you don't have the time and you don't have the eager discipline, but you have the ability to, and I have conversations with clients a lot mm-hmm. where they're like, well, I can yeah. do all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, like it's not you rocket could, science, like, but <laughs> like we're not landing people on the moon or Mars or anything. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of people are entrepreneurs building businesses and building their wealth and their time is better spent doing that and not yeah. managing portfolios every weekend and, and, you know, making sure that their tax returns are done properly, you know, every yeah. uh, April and all that kind of stuff that goes along with it. It's more or less, Hey, let's get a trusted advisor in here that, you know, takes the holistic approach and, and manages it. And, and I trust that they're doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. I think you just answered my question, but I know that there are a lot of apps for, stocks and all that like you're on a couple of different um apps what do you think are the benefits and like what are the pros and cons to using an app rather than a human which i feel like you just kind of answered it but 
Yeah. Um, it depends on what app. I mean, so there's like Robin Hood, which is very much like trading and and whatnot. I've actually been uh, on Robin Hood. I was part of their like beta client, you know, when they <laughs> nice. first launched back in like 2014. Um, but then there's also Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Sorry, guys. That's okay. We're both having doggy issues. Oh, rescue dogs. And then there's ours. Look at her. Yeah. She's a little sealed pup. Teddy's got super anxiety about the front door, y'all. No Sorry. worries. We're just getting to like the good part. I was Teddy like, I can well. cut. Okay. I can like cut all this out. Um, Our rescue pepper <laughs> is like, he's nuts, dude. Yeah, she's. Yeah, we get so, it. So, so you were Robin Hood beta. Yeah, Robin Hood beta. Okay. It's it's great for like you know ease of use. You know, I think, and that's also something for like our generation millennials we're so yeah. used to just like at your fingertips whenever you want like god forbid you have to pick up the phone and call somebody to get something done right yeah 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 <laughs> like and that's so i love i love a lot of like the the the, the wealth tech or fintech apps for that purpose like you know i've taken out like student loans and stuff to like you know refinance my student loans and like i did it in like a matter of like two hours and didn't have yeah. to talk to a single person and that's crazy it's really easy and that's what i love about it um and so i'd say like for like the portfolio strategies like those are like kind of the wealth fronts and the betterments and um personal capitals those are really great for like you know if you don't want to think too much about it but you want to get like 90 percent of the way there uh, at least from a portfolio strategy, they're, they're great. Like you sign up, you answer, you know, risk profiling questionnaire, they come up with a recommended portfolio strategy and you press go basically. And it's really easy. Um, but you're not going to get the personalized and tailored approach of, Hey, let's look at your overall wealth plan from a holistic point of view, factoring in taxes, factoring in, you know, insurance, factoring in what your goals are. And oftentimes working with clients, you know, I, I really like to work with them and figure out like, what is their, why, like, what are we doing and, and why a, a, a lot of times clients will say they want to do something, but then when posed other alternatives, they'll realize that they don't actually want to do that thing, yeah. whatever that goal is. And so that's where working with a, with a human is really invaluable in helping figure out what are we really planning for? What are we really investing for? And yeah. I think that's where there's, you know, working with a, like a robo advisor platform like that. Um, yeah. There's just, you know, they, they're really good at what they do, but there are those kinds of limitations. Yeah. So do a lot of your clients use like a combination of both? Like, do they have like a 
thing that you manage and then maybe they have like their own like what I would call like allowance fun money to do <laughs> stuff like that because like in my mind at least that seems it seems like I like doing it for the thrill of it in terms of like I'll put in 300 bucks here 500 here like when it when I feel fancy right but like what I really need is like someone to be like hey dummy you can do this much and then like let me take you the rest of the way right like that because yeah. I, I truly feel too dumb to even like understand what's going on but if, if someone had like a yeah yeah but if someone had like a leash on me and we're like okay dude like you can go here's how much you can play with this this month and then yeah. like let me handle the rest that's why I have like I'd pay my accountant I'm like, whatever you want, dude, I'll fucking pay you whatever you want. Like, <laughs> it makes my life so much easier with the business. Totally. And like, that's how I feel about wealth management. My question is like, I don't like, that's my money. How do you navigate people's fears around trusting you with all of their shit? Like, how do you, yeah. How do you like, especially with the babies? Like, what is your bedside <laughs> manner? Like, yeah. like, how do you well and you you only have so much control like you don't control the stocks you know so right. exactly. so much I you can do i can't control the market um well i mean it's trust built over time through consistently showing up and delivering what you know doing what you're gonna say you're gonna do delivering and they earn you know you earn the trust that you are who you say you are and you do the things you say you're going to do. And so I know, you know, with clients, like, especially early on, um, you know, they might not say, Hey, here's the keys to the castle and the reins to 100% of everything. Uh, and in fact, that's, that's really actually rare. Um, but over time, they, you know, clients tend to realize that it, it just makes sense you know, especially if they've like, if they have like this portfolio that they want to manage or, or have been managing, but then their life gets really busy and it ends up like sitting over there for like mm. a year or like two years. And they're like, man, I really haven't touched this darn thing. Well, let's just roll it over into the portfolio that you're managing. You're managing it on a day-to-day -day basis. Like you, you, you're on it. It just makes sense to do. And, and gotcha. that's, you know, that's built over time, but it's yeah. also still common to have like, you know, call it five, 10, 15% of like investable assets in a, like a play account gotcha. uh, or a cocktail account that <laughs> you, know, you can go to the cocktail party and talk about your, you know, oh, I invested in Tesla back in right 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 exactly IPO. that's my like that's my like you know? claim to claim to be a smart investor which is total <laughs> yeah. bullshit but it's just something i tell myself <laughs> you know so like, you still have that yeah, yeah it's super exactly. it's super common yeah totally <laughs> um but yeah i think it's just so i mean for someone like me my brain doesn't like work that way at all um probably which is probably why i'm a creative but i'm you know i'm definitely now mm -hmm. at the point where i'm like wanting to just make sure that like shit's getting handled and and this is i think this is a great I, there's so many questions i want to ask these people but sometimes i feel weird about is, like is this an official like you're interviewing me no like, no, 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 no 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 i've been like i do like me no i mean maybe maybe no i mean but like no it's it these are questions that like i want to ask my accountant but like i'm paying him to do my taxes for my company i don't feel comfortable you know or my brother-in-law but like that's also kind of weird 
but I, yeah. I love getting different people's perspective, but it does seem like if you want something and you're not good at it and you don't know enough about it, pay someone to do it. And oh, yeah. you save like so much time and, and ultimately money and, and energy that you don't need to be wasting. You know, that's why yeah. I'm always just like, I'm just going to pay someone to do it. And like, it'll get done right the first yeah. time. I'm not gonna have to go back and figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you know, I, I think also like, uh, having an, a wealth advisor makes sense. Like even in addition to like having a CPA or accountant, because they're like, see having a CPA and an accountant, like they're really good at like, you know, crunching the numbers and getting it down to like bottom line, like what you need for like tax day and file it. Right. But they're not looking at things from a holistic point of view throughout the year and helping you come up with like strategic ideas to optimize taxes throughout the year, which is, you know, that's really when you need to be doing things um, is, is before tax day and really before the, the calendar year even, yeah. even starts. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, to, to make sure it's done for that tax, uh, that next tax season. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the percentage is, but in going through, uh, you know, a number of my client tax returns, just it's a standard practice I do in reviewing clients taxes. I, there's like a handful of clients that I'm looking back at prior year tax returns, like 2018, 2019, and I'm seeing mistakes that mm. it's not necessarily like the CPA's fault that the client didn't tell them that they had this thing happen to them back then. The, but it, it, the client didn't tell the CPA because the client doesn't necessarily know what they need to communicate with the CPA. And the CPA during tax time is under the gun. And they, you know, those things don't always get brought yeah. up because yeah. um, they got, you know, a, a million different tax returns to get done. So um, having that yeah, like system yeah. and everything is due at the same time for these poor people. Yeah. yeah. It is. But anyway, having someone that like knows the bigger picture and they're like, wait a second, if you had this happen to you, then this should have been filed in your tax return, but it wasn't that could be a problem down the line. Let's yeah. make sure yeah. we take care of that. Yeah. Wow. Well, everyone's listening to this, like, Oof. So it's not just, yeah. So it's not just like investment strategy and, 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 yeah. and that kind of thing. It's really like looking at things from a very holistic point of view. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, why you need Matt. Yeah. That's why yeah, you need Matt. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit um, sure. because Jenna and I were catching up and having a conversation and she was telling me about the money dates or the, um, what do you call it? Budget date. The budget date that you, yeah. you two have. Um, I love so that idea. We'll just start with that. Like, explain to me the budget date and how that came about. Do you want to give it a go? Sure. Go for it, Jenna. Um, well, we, once we got married, well, even before we got married, we started talking about combining our finances. Actually, wait, what, 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 what was the original name we came up with? <sighs> I don't know. Something. You know, come on, you know this. Do I? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Because <laughs> you didn't like calling, you didn't like having money meetings. Money, money meetings. Yeah, so we call, we we called I it. Said it There's wasn't that fun alliteration. Enough, it gave me too much anxiety. <laughs> they were. They were. They were called. Too nervous. Oh my God. We originally. Yeah, yeah. So we called them budget budget on my boobies. Because oh <laughs> <laughs> it, it needed for Jenna for it to be interesting for Jenna it had to be sexual. 
I love that. <laughs> How embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> so something like that. So now they're called budget dates. They're just, yeah, it's just simple dates. budget dates. <laughs> and we try to have one <laughs> once a month. And basically Matt is the uh, leader of these discussions. Mm-hmm. And so we have like a very intense budget that he's put together. That's just like everything that we spend money and we, you know, pay bills and student loans and all that kind of like, whoosh, whoosh, and yeah. so every month we try at least either at the beginning or the end of the month. Cause that's like the easiest normally yeah. at the beginning of the month to the prior month is go through our budget, go through our credit card statements, go through our, um, well, we used to use minted, but now we use QuickBooks. Uh, we still use mint yeah. and now we're using QuickBooks also. Yeah. And yeah. we just kind of go through everything and it's, used to be really painful for me and I would like every time like try to get out of it and I needed to like have alcohol like, and I need to oh, be fun sorry I'm going home I'm gonna go see my mom real fast yeah pretty like, much I was like <laughs> I'm gonna go for a walk like, exactly so when we first got married and we first come out of finances I was very like oh god oh god oh god oh god, oh god. what did I do wrong oh what did I spend money on uh you know and it well, it's hard when you painful. have LeBron James of finance sitting next to you <laughs> yeah, like. I'm just like and he's like what was this for and I'm like oh I went shopping in the boutique oh what was this for? I got my nails done you know so it was like <laughs> at first it was hard for me to not feel like it was like a personal attack on me but it never yeah. was that was never yeah. his intention it was just yeah. me feeling like this is his specialty we are now combined finances and when we did I like was not making any money because yeah. I was just teaching pure bar and I was like about to go back to school and become a teacher and blah 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 so that like for me was like tough to to get past that of like it's not about me it's not like what I did wrong it's about are we on the same page did we overspend in this did we overspend in that if we did overspend in this okay maybe I should you know maybe when we shop instead of going to this place I'll go to this place or you know so just like really kind of being on the same team and having this team mentality of like what is our goal as a couple? And that's like what I feel like has really helped the the budget dates or the money dates mm. or the whatever the booby dates. Booby dates are seven days. Oh, it was the, it was called a booby date because it had to be officiated by you honking my boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, was, that was how we officially kicked it off. I was like, okay, honk honk. <laughs> the day that it started. Dude, we're stealing that. You never hug my boobs anymore. You don't need to do that right now. But you can do that. I thought I was about to get lucky. The meeting is like the meeting has has officially begun. Oh, commenced. So many more dudes would be into talking about their finances with their partner if that's how meetings started. I'm saying, exactly. Exactly. write that book. Write that book. Title has to be budget on my boobies. That yeah. shit would be a New York Times number one bestseller. <laughs> the booby oh, budget. Too funny. The booby budget. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's just really helped us like get on the same page, teamwork. Not looking at it as like one of us thinking about like it's my money or his money because that just like if you have combined answers and you're and you're married that just doesn't work right because like we we've done the whole like we're like first I wasn't making any money and I went back to school and then he quit and resigned from his company Mm -hmm. and then I was making all the money the last you know so now we've really had like I feel like a good kind of power dynamic shift where now it really feels like us. That's so awesome. Budget dates are not as stressful. 
Right. Good. Right. At least I don't feel as at the beginning, I was like, Oh my God, this is terrible. I'm going to get in trouble. Well, and, that, <laughs> and that was just stupid. That was my own made up thing. Well, no, yeah. I, it really pushed me to be better at like, you know, communicating and yeah like it's like it's one of the main reasons couples break up is because they either don't talk about money or they can't talk about money or sex lover money dude yeah Yeah. for sure yeah and like it really showed me like when we first combined finances like how honestly anal i am about this kind of stuff (laughs) yeah Um, and how much i like to shop (laughs) <laughs> yeah when well, you take a fine both. tooth comb both, yeah like we definitely i was like oof. we needed to work on yeah. some money habits for yeah. sure but you know i was also you know it when i started seeing transactions in the bank account that weren't from me because we had a combined bank account and credit yeah. cards and stuff it 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 was it was weirdly unsettling because I'm just normally it was only me and I yeah and you knew my, exactly like, what was coming in and coming out right. it's added on and your I, credit card my brain thinks that way so like yeah when I go when I log into the bank account and I see all the transactions it's just like I'm just double verifying basically everything that I already know that happened on in like my head and but then all of a sudden you throw like that for a loop Lululemon and, and Forever Twenty One right, and Athletic. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then, and then throw in a couple of times where like our accounts were compromised by like, you know, hackers and stuff like that. And oh, it just yeah. made me even more paranoid. Yeah. And so, you know, it got to a point where like, I kind of was being way, just way overbearing about it. Which and, is giving me anxiety. And so then we, we were like, well, we need to come up with a solution to, to this because I clearly have like anxiety about it because, you know, it's, I, I, it's very important to me. It's like high priority to me to make sure that we're taking care of the finances in a very intentional way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I then needed to like realize like, that's not, that's just me, right? It's not everybody yeah. is like that. And not, not everybody is like that. And I needed to accommodate, you know, where Jenna was coming from. And so we could come and find like a happy medium in, in between. Yeah. And that was really where we, we mutually agreed upon like, okay, let's have these monthly meetings where we go over everything. And it's, you know, was kind of educational at first. And now, you know, we just kind of breeze through it. Now I like and it. It's more now yeah. I thought I would. Yeah. Now we kind of just talk more. Even without the booby honks. It's still <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotta bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> now we- now we more or less just talk like big picture stuff which is exciting yeah because now we have our shit together and it's like all right like this is good we have this going on our savings like okay it's like now exciting but i think having like designated time to have conversation about money because it can be such a touchy topic for either person like for me it causes anxiety like oh god oh god oh god oh god he's gonna see what i bought which i never did there's like oh is he gonna judge me on the things that i spend my money am i gonna be like in trouble are we gonna get a fight about this and then for him it was just like you know being you know so it's really helped like get over that yeah which like it was was a huge stress like the first year of our marriage well like you know Corey brought up um the obstacle is the way 
you know, it, all in that, that book, it's like, you know, what, what was the obstacle? The obstacle was that we were having like, you know, kind of relationship, like kind of money issues. And so it was like, well, that's the way. So we just tackled it head on and yeah, said, well, okay, dude, let's that's be, great. you know, let's, let's be intentional about this and have a recurring, like regular meeting about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's head awesome. on. Head yeah. On. That's great. Do you have any tips for couples who maybe haven't sat down to do meetings or are someone who's thinking of combining their finances because um we come we got a joint checking account before we were married i think we also got a credit card before we were married but it was just like this is so frustrating to like keep sending money back and forth to each other like (laughs) let's just stop this and like combine forces um do you have any tips around that or how to start talking about money um I mean, it's very uh, individualized, but like it's actually been pretty common lately with a lot of my clients. Um, but I, you know, I would just say like you, it doesn't really need to it, it it does need to be like just to sit down of like, hey, how do you think about money? Like, do you mm-hmm. think about it as a team? Do you think about it individually? Um, and it's okay if it's, if it's either, or, you know, there's a spectrum, you know, one is like fully integrated, like joint, everything you are one team. And then the opposite is, you know, fully separate and And Venmoing a bunch. And And there's, there's, there's varying degrees in between. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, oftentimes, it may not make sense to go full joint, full everything. You know, I think honestly, Jenna and I probably could have saved a lot of headaches if we were like 80% joint in the beginning. And we kept like a little, like, I don't know, know, I needed to be reined in, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know, maybe, you know, in a little play checking account to make sure that she could do whatever she wanted and I could go do whatever I wanted. And which is built into the budget now, which right. And build it into the budget. That's, um, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. We have have a joint checking and savings account and then we each have our own checking and savings account so that we're allotted like X amount of money. money to yeah Yeah. to like spend on what we want but then all of our bills and everything and like all this like you know saving for a house or saving for a trip Mm -hmm. or all that shit it's all it's all together which makes sense for us and there as you said like it's could be either side of the spectrum it's just different for every couple yeah Yeah. and i mean i i like i'm biased i personally believe like doing being a team is is a better way long term you know, but I'm also, I'm not going to judge people if they don't want to do it that way. Yeah. That's who they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but like Jenna and I early on made the decision like, Hey, we can accomplish so much more together over the long term If we team up and, and we combine forces, as you, you said, um, Alex and, and make sure we're pulling on the same string in the right direction that, that we, yeah. Want. Uh, yeah. and that was really the, like what we realized, uh, full yeah. transparency, like at least for us, like marriage is really like becoming a unit, not necessarily becoming like one person together, right? We're still, I'm yeah. still Jenna, he's still Matt, but we are yeah. like a, we are a combined family unit and yeah. we do everything together. And for us, everything, it just needs to be transparent. So like yeah. that yeah. wouldn't work for us without like just knowing, cause it's just, yeah, I don't know for us, well, that just, that feels like marriage. 
just everything is out on the table. We know yeah. everything. There's no secrets. There's no yeah. hidden nothing. It's yeah. just, right. we just, and that's know. what we it, talk about which all the was time. Really hard. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we talk about all the time is like, you have to have open communication, open transparency with your partner. And it comes to all different levels, money included. And as I, we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, like it can be very hard for couples to talk about mm-hmm. money and finances, but it's so important. It's so important. Yeah. Like I remember a friend of ours, quick story who we, we had, we had been married for a year and they had just gotten married and they were already starting to have a little bit of drama about money stuff. And she was just like, so what'd you guys do? And I'm like, Oh, we, you know, we combine accounts. And she's like, so he sees like whenever you shop and I'm like, yes, he does. And this is like in the beginning of the, the honking booby yeah. dates. Um, <laughs> and she was just like, well, I don't want him to see when I spent $500 at J crew. Don't spend $500 like, at J crew. Or right. find a partner. Head, like, it. Okay. Of, right. Yeah. It was just that. kind of just like, well, why are you ashamed of it then? Like, if yeah. you know that that's right. not where your money should be, going. you know, and it's just kind of yeah. interesting. There's so many more layers do, to that. There's so many more layers to that. Why yeah. don't you want them to see? Why are you spending that much money? Do yeah. you need all that? You know, yeah. it's just that it's like as hard as it can be in either sides. Like there are men that spend tons of money on golf and whatever your thing is, it doesn't matter. But like, yeah. is that where your money should be going? Yeah. If say your long-term goal as a couple is to like buy a home. Right. Yeah. That just reminds that me. something that should, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. When we were, when we were in living in California, saving to move to New York, um, he, uh, he, he worked down the street from where we lived and on the way home, he would stop by the little bodega and get like a six pack of beer often. And I said to him, you know, Hey, can you like cool it on the beer? Like, I feel like it's, you know, you're, we're spending a lot of money buying beer every night. Like, can you cool it? And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then he starts coming home with like <laughs> Ben and Jerry's like pints. <laughs> <laughs> which i'm like okay maybe yeah maybe it's a little cheaper than beer but it's still the fact that you're literally picking something up on this to the store yeah but for me it was just like, like no beer so i'll just buy something else that makes me happy i like ice cream yeah. Yeah. Buy some ice cream. yeah i'm not the smartest <laughs> dude on the planet no I mean, it's not stop saying that about yourself it's, it's not, not about that. being it's smart just... or stupid it's just it was just funny that in your brain you were like Oh yeah, I'll stop buying beer. But, but what's I'll really start funny, buying something but else. What's really funny though now is when I had no money, I spent money like I had money. And now that I have money, I don't I fucking don't yeah. spend a dime. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Put that shit in savings. Invest yeah. it. Like it's crazy. Like Hell yeah. that's part of the learning. But it's that, weird. Yeah. That that is the mentality of how you build wealth over yeah. the long yeah. term. You stop yeah. you stop spending money on the frivolous shit that you don't need. Yeah, and it's because it's dumb and you don't it, it's not a priority you yeah. shouldn't value it or you know whatever has less value than you knowing hey i'm gonna save this and it's going to compound at whatever rate of return for 20 years and it's going to help yeah. you retire but those yeah. type of habits are what you become aware of when you have these budget dates yeah. to then be like why are we spending this much money on Starbucks or Pete's coffee? Like this is ridiculous. We should be making coffee at home and just put in milk at home. It doesn't need to be fancy lattes or whatever. And like, just looking at that and being like, this is ridiculous. I don't need to be spending this much money. And then, you know, looking at like, maybe you fix three habits and all of a sudden you have an extra hundred dollars every month. 
Yeah. Well, and then it doesn't feel bad when you do want to treat yourself on something nice. Like if I want to buy a watch or I want to buy a pair of shoes or I want to buy a pair of boots, I'm like, I'm going to spend this money because I've done my due diligence and like put this money away so that when I buy mm-hmm. myself yep. nice things, I don't have any guilt anymore. I'm like, I've earned this. I want it. I'm going to get it. Cause I, this is what as Ariana Grande says, <laughs> I, I see it. it. I, I want it. it. <laughs> Corey has this, <laughs> Corey, Corey has this joke that it's like, I see it. I like it. I save for it. I talk to my financial planner. I check my credit statement. And then maybe I think about it. I put it on layaway. And then I then buy, I it. buy it. Yeah. It's like, I talked to Alex about it. Yeah. It's like a seven-step process. Yeah. Seven, yeah. seven layers of filtering. Like, we all aren't Ariana Grande. We can't just see it, want it, and like it, buy it. That's how you get in crazy credit card debt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. and, and you know, and speaking of like, you know, Jenna and I both like early on in our in our, you know, kind of adult lives, like we just racked up a bunch of credit card debt. And you know, we it we, happens we, when you're young. It and happens. And then, and then it's like you 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 dig yourself you you dig yourself out. And like the only way you dig yourself out is by getting down to the basics and figuring yep. out how, where you're spending your money, where it's going, and how you yeah. can start not doing that anymore so you can get out of debt you know and, yeah and then also um, just not caring about maybe like the more superficial things that it's like oh, this is gonna sound bad but whatever we're having real talk like <laughs> single friends or people who aren't married and you know you just like you're like whoo that girl's buying a lot of clothes and i'm like mm, that shit's gonna mm, that's gonna be a problem later, yeah. you know and just like <laughs> really and like i don't care about that anymore and that's not my that's not something i, I need i yeah. rather be more mindful so that we can achieve the goals that we want to achieve together so i'm not even like worried about that but then i'm like i'll see these habits and things and i'm just like oof yeah it's gonna be tough later the best <laughs> like example of like not giving a fuck what anyone says was that i can think of is i think i was like 10 years old and i was on this hockey team and like hockey was expensive and my parents were poor but they like figured out a way And there's this dad who would bring his kids to the hockey rink in legit the biggest beater piece of shit car like I have ever seen, (laughs) ever. (laughs) Everyone made fun of this kid for his car. Poor kid was like mercilessly teased. And then they hosted the team party at the end of the season. And we all went to his house and everyone was like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, holy shit. Like, dude, like. Fuck. Yeah, like in a like in Arenda, like the biggest house in Arenda, like I've ever like next door to like Steve Jobs. It was like insane. And I, but he just, but I was like, oh, like oh. But now as I'm older, I'm like, that's a great example. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have a Mercedes to have. Like there's plenty you of people who have Mercedes and, that can't like yeah. make that payment. And it, we all spend money on different things, and they just were like, we don't have to spend a m- money on cars. We want to spend a money our money on a nice house. Oh man, Literally. that poor kid though. All well, right. before we wrap it up, um, we're going to play 30 yes or no questions in three minutes. So I'll ask Ooh. it and then you, and then you both can say yes or no, depending on how you answer. Um, okay. we'll start with, are you a morning person? Yes. No. <laughs> Do you put sugar <laughs> in your coffee? No, no. Can pineapple be a pizza topping? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> is is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No. <laughs> Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Maybe. Uh, I can't. 
think about that too much. Yes, <laughs> probably, but I don't want probably. to. Do can you prefer? Yeah, can I speak in probability? No, there is yes or no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer movies over shows? Ooh, I I would have said movies like for sure a few years ago, but uh, movies yeah. are depends on the night. Movies are shows are just long movies. <laughs> That's all it is. Movies yeah. are long shows or shows, no, shows are just shows movies shows are that are like yeah. movies yeah. that like are chopped up into uh, bite-sized shows. 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 Okay. Shows. Um, have you blamed a brother or sister for something you did growing up? probably totally yes yes totally. yeah um I'd mean, be really shocked if <laughs> Sorry, <I did> it. <laughs> have you ever broken up with someone via text mm, i don't think so no mm. i was like no. <laughs> not <laughs> not a text message but no they've all been in person digitally you have <laughs> D digitally i think he's I? thinking that you have oh you, yeah to whom it may concern over email one time yeah, <laughs> yeah. i sent him a two cents email one time we broke up for like 24 hours yeah uh, <laughs> that happens um oh this is he was studying abroad in ireland i mean it was a tough time yeah this is uh this is some controversy do you prefer cats over dogs no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> do you order pancakes over waffles? Yes. Yeah. Would you rather do a beach vacation or a hotel in a city? Beach vacation. Beach. One yeah. Sorry, I didn't word that as a yes or no. Sorry. Um, do you right. like to read a book instead of a Kindle? Yes. Book for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you ever steal money from your parents' wallet? Oh, yes. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One quarter a day for like a year. Uh, no, my mom knew. The whole time she knew and she never said anything. She thought it was funny. My, my favorite was my dad always had a coin jar. Like he had this old like stein in his uh, closet. And I'd always sneak in there and like steal a couple quarters. Like when I went up, like, oh, I'm going to go get a Snickers bar. <laughs> Would you choose to have one extra hour in your day if it meant you could not sit down? For that specific hour? Mm -hmm. You mm. get one hour, but you can't sit down. Yeah. Jenna? No. Yes. Have you ever? Yes. Yes. Have you ever laughed until you cried? Yes. yes. I've seen. I've seen them do that. <laughs> have you ever laughed until you beat? Yes. I have not seen yeah. that. a lot in my life. Yeah, like, yeah. Fourth grade specifically. Yeah. Oh, have you ever been skinny dipping? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Many times. Do you, do you prefer sweet over salty? No. Yes. <laughs> can you watch scary movies alone yes fuck no <laughs> i can't can you sing a song mm -mm. in its in its entirety without listening to it no yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you ever written someone a love poem 
Yes. No. What are we in fourth grade? <laughs> Would you go to Mars if it was colonized? No. Fuck yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. If you won the lottery, would you tell your friends and family? Yeah. No. (laughs) Do you know how to play an instrument? Very little. Yes. (laughs) Have you gone to a store on your own in your pajamas? Yeah. Yeah. In sorry, in only your pajamas. I must have like mistyped something. Um, yes, you have. Yeah. Have you ever cried yourself to sleep? Definitely. Mm, yes. Do you yeah. believe in miracles? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Have you ever told someone you would keep their secret but told it anyway? Totally. Don't tell me anything you don't want people to know. Uh, I'm sure I've done that. Yeah. I feel like between partners, it's very easy to do. I'm like, if you really don't want me to tell Matt, you have to specifically tell me not to tell Matt. And then I'll probably still tell him. I mean, so so Jenna in in How I Met Your Mother, Jenna is Lily. I'm Lily. I can't. Oh, yeah. Although. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had, so we have a a mutual, uh, Tony, the guy that officiated our wedding. Yeah. he told me that Sarah was pregnant before he told, before he told Alex, he's like, I want to like tell you guys together. And then, and you kept that secret. I kept the me, secret. I which did was so really good. impressive. It was so good. I was like, yeah. Ooh, I, can, I, can, I can keep a secret real like good. That, yeah. But serious ones like that, like yeah. I could keep, if it's like something yeah. serious, like I'm not yeah. going to mess with oh, that. It was but so if it's hard. like a, yeah. kind of like a man one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you don't want her making that determination of what's serious <laughs> and not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell Two me more. if you don't. Yeah. Two more. Do you think people can change? Yes. yes. Have you ever blamed a fart on someone else? Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Every that day. was that was our 30 questions in quote I have- thir- three minutes. Real quick. Uh, what made you laugh the most this week and what was the most embarrassing or stupid? I will say mine because it was kind of both. I wasn't super embarrassed by it, but I thought, okay, maybe it was a little too intense. So I was just in Asheville this last weekend and I told my sister, I was with my sister and my dad and I told my sister that I wanted to pay for the lunch we were going to have as like an early Father's Day gift. And we go and he starts to take up, my dad starts to take out his wallet and I already have my card and we're both like pushing our cards in. And I'm, I look at the, the guy, cause we're, it's like you pay at the counter and I look at the, um, we'll just call him a bartender. And I was like, do not accept his money. <laughs> and then I'm like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Do not accept, do not accept, his, look at me, do not accept his money. <laughs> And then he goes, uh, his money is not uh, acceptable here. I, that's what I said. I was like, you, dad, your money is not acceptable here. And um, <laughs> the bartender goes, yeah, I'm going to have to go with her. Cause that eye, eye contact was just a little too scary. <laughs> uh, that's great. And I, la- um, and I laughed and like my dad and sister laughed because I can be a, kind of an intense person, but I no. just thought that was really, yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. And then also, I think I just took it a little too far. So I got a little embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I had something. Like, I, sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. 
I was my stupid, my stupid <laughs> or embarrassing, my funny and my embarrassing is um, I was a, I was working on like this like bigger shoot production where I was doing like a million <laughs> different things. So one of the things I do is I pull focus. So I'm like sitting in front of a monitor and then there's a camera operator. I'm like 20 feet away and I'm pulling focus. And we're like doing this complicated move. We do this move. It's like a front, it started here. It's like a push in on this bottle. And like, those are always like really hard to do. So we do like four of them. We get, we nail it. And then I like literally two seconds later, I'm like, all right. Uh, oh, like we were done. And then I was like, oh guys, no, we got to do the push in shot. We haven't done the push in shot yet. And there's like 20 people and they're like, we literally just did that. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And then people started laughing, but I was like horrified. Aww. Cause like, you know, your brain, you're just like focused on like that one little thing. And then, yeah. Oh wait. I, like it just like in the zone, you know, like yeah. you're in the zone. You're like, don't yeah, remember what you yeah. just did. So yeah. that was, that was my stupid or embarrassing and fun. Just <laughs> blanked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll go with the, with a funny thing this week. So on <laughs> Sunday we had dinner over at Jenna's uh, dad's house. Uh, the first full like family dinner since, since nice. COVID. Oh, so, wow. So like grandpa and aunt and, and uncle. uncle. And stuff. So it was like oh, awesome. Cool. Right. It was great. Uh, um, but uh, <clears throat> so like after dinner, just having, you know, kind of joking around and whatnot. Uh, jokes are a big thing in the Harris family. Big thing in the Harris family. Uh, um, <laughs> And so some, somehow they got on the topic of this, this old like video that I had never even heard about. Uh, and <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. So, uh, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the, the farting preacher. On no. YouTube. Okay. no, it's old. Well, apparently it's old. It's like an original, um, but they put <laughs> the, this farting preacher thing on YouTube on, on, like, the, big the, on the big screen. And it's basically like, <laughs> seven minutes of like this preacher like you you know like tv preacher like yeah late night night kind of a thing like you know reading gospel and all this stuff and like these people just like dubbed over him a bunch of (laughs) farting noises and this guy's Uh, facial expressions are just (laughs) we'll send it to you after please do it will make you you won't be able to breathe by the end of it Corey's dying and he hasn't even seen this thing it's so good he's like how Hallelujah. <laughs> you had me at farting and preacher. Oh my goodness. And and it's like, oh, hallelujah. Good old Lord. Oh. And then he's like, oh, well, that was a good one. Yeah. And, like, oh, God. and the facial expressions are just freaking to die for. So oh my I'm God. I can't wait to see this. It, like the question, have you ever cried laughing? Yeah, I was oh, crying on yeah. No one can this. breathe. Everybody's grabbing their stomachs. It's like oh, so stupid. And it gets can't my wait family. To see it. Always. <laughs> yeah. Always. So that was, oh my that gosh, was some I can't great wait. Co- comedic relief. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about you, Jenna? Anything funny? Or was yeah, that it? We're keeping it, we're keeping it in the genre of, of gassiness. So we're like <laughs> telling our family all about our, our rescue dog that we just got. Um, and she just like belches in your face. Like, <laughs> like she doesn't, she just looks at you and you're like, oh, I love you. And she's just like, bruh. So we're like joking and we're like talking, we're like watching the farting preacher and we're talking about like, 
gassy things and we're like cracking up and my aunt's like oh I call them floofs and you know we're just the whole family's just going there and so I'm like you know because we're on the subject uh our rescue dog's really gassy and they're just like like what do you mean like well this morning you know she ate her and she eats her food in like 10 seconds and of then course, you know yeah. I'm like giving her love <clears throat> and we have hardwood floor I'm hanging out with her and I lean down to kiss her and she just like burps right into my face oh. I'm just like damn girl like nasty and then <laughs> within 10 seconds i reach down and i'm like rubbing her tummy and she's relaxing and she just goes like Aah! and it just like squeaks out <laughs> on the hard floor and matt's upstairs and, just, and i start laughing so hard that i'm like i might pee my pants i'm crying at the same time and she's just like looking at me like what, what even <laughs> like she has no idea and i just thought, yeah uh, cracked me and up. this is all the same day this is all the, the same day <laughs> yeah so like, oh my God. Jenna That's gets awesome. burped and farted, get burped on, by and farted our on within 10 seconds of each other. Damn girl, let me know how you really feel That's about crazy. me. Uh, She's a lady. Oh man. Uh, anything stupid or embarrassing that happened to you? He's yeah. like, oh. uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So this is a throwback. This but, is a throwback. Uh, <laughs> oh God. This is why I was laughing when you guys were talking about serious stuff and yeah. I was like turning red and I couldn't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a throwback to our first apartment together in Walnut Creek, and this is, uh, it's, it'll teach you to not ever trust a fart. Um, so we're living, so, you, okay, so, you know, there's, like, that phase when you first, like, move in together, and it's, like, uh -huh. weird or awkward, like, if you have one bathroom, and you're, like, uh -huh. going, you both have to go to the bathroom or whatever. Trying to keep like, it, yeah, you know, I got you. Yeah, and it's, like, it okay, sexy. like, you know. Yeah it's fine like you know you can like, kind of go to pee while the other one's in the shower and like you know you kind of like do that when the bathroom was in the shower like it was all kinda, in the same room yeah. or yeah. somewhere separate so you were like shot like if you needed to poop and somebody needed to shower it wasn't yeah i guess that's Couldn't also happen. well you kind of like do that dance and whatnot well this one was jenna was in the sh in in the shower and um yeah so i i farted it, but the only <laughs> problem was that it wasn't a fart oh okay <laughs> And like, I swear to God, this was like maybe like, like a month, a after, month we after like oh. moving in. And, and I would have just left. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you like, you cross that bridge of like, okay, like you pee in the same bathroom. No, like I like, I like beelined into the bathroom and I'm like on the pot. And Jenna's like, Jenna's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just peeing. And, and she's like, but you, it smells. <laughs> Well, you would shit your pants. Yes. Dude, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Listen, it's a real thing. People are human. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It happens. It happens oh. to the best of us. Oh, my God. And I just yeah, made so, fun um, of him continually for, like, the next year. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. You shit your pants? Yeah, so that was super embarrassing. Oh. That was super embarrassing. It's okay, a, but dude. then, like... But then like a week later, he was showering and I went to pee and thought I was like, oh, I could just poop really fast. <laughs> yeah, really I can just quick pooper. squeeze it I out. I try to poop really fast. And it's like, like the toilet is right. And he just whips the curtain back. And he's like, are you pooping? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so that was like, we were engaged for maybe like a month and that, and we just like, like within a month, it was Dude. like, well. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I went, That's crazy. I went from girls do not poop or fart oh to my, uh, my my fiance pooping right next to me real quick. However, 
I did not fart in front of him for the first five years of our relationship together. Wow. Like, it's coming out. We live together now. All this time I've been floofing in private. (laughs) We now live together. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I remember the first time I heard Alex fart. I freaked out. We were on a run. We were running. I forgot that he didn't have headphones in, so I thought I could like squeeze one out because no one could hear. And then he he was like, did you just fart? Oh, that shit's oh. great. You're like, not only did I hear, but the person across the street, everybody. Heard. <laughs> Dude, there was one time. Oh, go ahead. You go. No, no, no. Oh, you no. Go. There was one time I was walking in New York City and I didn't know anyone was behind me. I had headphones <laughs> in and I farted. Su- I was like, the beer shits. Like, I had like, I drank a bunch of beer the night before and I you farted and I turned around and yeah. people were just like, farted. Farting. Like, he farted the Red Sea with his fart. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't look behind me. Usually oh, I'll like man. check around. Like, well, there's also been one time I was walking the dog early in the morning and I let one rip and there was someone sitting on their front porch. Like, oh, <laughs> you should have just blamed it on the dog. She'd be like, Daddy, gosh. Dude. We were walking like oh, last man. night and he's just walking and farting super loud. Like, it's, and, and this guy's like, and then he does it again. This guy's like, like double take. Like, and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> dude but it's so oh, funny because sometimes alex will be like you really need to stop doing that like dead serious you're like you really need and then i'll do it and she'll crack up and i'm like you can't laugh I know. you're gonna tell me not to do it yeah. dude. there's a time so- and a place you have to read the room okay yeah so what yeah we moved in together things got super weird super quick oh, and we man. had to like eventually we were like no more farting in bed yeah that's a good it's like rule. a hard like we, just, that's a good rule to, to have we had to like, draw some boundaries you're we like, like we're getting like i'm peeing with the door open all the time which is like i still do that all the time but like yeah. we were just like we're getting too comfortable and this yeah. is like like beds are for Sacred sleeping space. and sex yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not for farting if you need to fart like go into the bathroom or like go out of the room yeah, but you can't fart in bed. i still do it in my sleep but i can't help that well, you yeah. can't help that yeah right you know dutch avenue Oh my gosh, that was so freaking funny. Oh Thank God. you so much for that. I like made my day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, this is your opportunity. Plug away. Where can people find you? Where can people listen to your podcast? We didn't really yeah. talk about your podcast. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm uh, my website is uh, FabianWM.com. <laughs> so my last name. Uh, F-A-U-B-I-O-N. Yes, I that's how you spell it. And then WM for wealthmanagement.com. Um, I've got a blog. I have a podcast and an email newsletter. You can sign up for all of those things on the website. I'm also quite active on Twitter. Uh, you know, everything from just like being, you know, witty to, uh, or at least what I think might be witty sometimes. Um, <laughs> and to actual like practical, like financial stuff. Um, so my handle there is at Matt Fob, uh, M-A-T-T Fob, uh, F-A-U-B. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, those would be the best two places to find me and my contact info. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and Jenna, we didn't get to really talk about your business endeavors, but you're welcome to plug away and I will link everything. Oh, okay. Um, so Part of what I started doing that helped us when Matt was deciding to open his own company when we needed money was to start becoming a beauty counter consultant. So I uh, sell a beauty counter, which is 
basically like one of the highest levels of clean skin products, products and beauty products. And the company does a lot of advocacy work. The CEO and founder works with legislation with the government to help uh, the legislation be better so that we can all have cleaner products because there's not very much government regulation around that. So I am Jenna Liliana on Instagram, which is most of my stuff. Um, And then I have my link on there that's just www.beautycounter.com backslash Jenna Fabian. And Perfect. That's you can shop. I will link that all. Highly recommend the sunscreen now that we're going into summer because I bought that from you last year and it was And wonderful. it lasts forever. It does. Yeah. It lasts yeah. a whole summer and we it's use great. it like yeah. religiously and a big tube. Yeah. yeah. And it's safe for the ocean. It's safe for reefs. It does <laughs> not kill reefs. It doesn't love kill it. the fishies. And it's great. We love the fishies. toxic for you. Well, thank you both for this. So much fun. So lovely to see you and chat with you. Can't wait for more. That's it. Yeah. That's we all got. we got. We awesome. say goodbye. We love you guys. Right. We love you. Yeah. 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 We will officially close the show, but we don't have to hang up just yet. Yeah. But we will officially close the show. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. 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 Just thanks for having us on. This is awesome. Yeah, this so is much great. fun. So much fun. I'm so excited uh, that you're moving back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fun. Um, well, check out the show notes to see more about Matt and Jenna. And thank you again. And uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm ET. You can phone me, girl. You